everybody, happy Maroon Friday. Welcome back to Going For Two with Jack Taylor. My name is Jack Taylor. My name's Hunter Two. And we are so excited to be back for another weekend of SEC baseball. We have a lot to talk about today um, with the huge series we're just coming off of and a huge series coming up. Uh, but first, obviously, I want to start with a little Friday morning motivation. So this is less of a motivational quote and more of a reminder, I feel like. So um, I, it's just, you know, it, if you're listening to this on a Friday morning, um, just this is your reminder to make your bed and uh, get all those empty cups, in, empty water cups from uh, on your bedside table and around your room. Just take those to the kitchen. It'll it'll really help out um, you if you're the one that has to wash them or whoever has to wash them. So just your just your reminder to do that um, if they've accumulated. Uh, but if if you don't have to do that, you can at least make your bed and it will. Honestly, just give you a sense of accomplishment for the day. All right, hold up. Let me get this can out. <laughs> well, I hated that, um, but I do feel motivated. Yeah, and, and, as and, you know, should. It's it's Friday morning motivation. Yeah. And we had a motivated team two out of three games <laughs> against Ole Miss. I mean, wow. I'm not going to say they're our rival, but it was huge. It I mean, was it's kind of like calling Tennessee versus Alabama and football rivalry at this point. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Um, but absolutely. Just a huge, huge win, series win. Uh, a, a resume builder that we really needed and a resume builder that Ole Miss needed as well. Hope but, Ole Miss doesn't get swept by LSU. Yeah. <laughs> the LSU win may be more of a resume builder. I know we talked last week about Ole Miss really needing that more than we did, but um, now that we've got it, it, it feels really good to have. You it know, does. We, we did need that to make our resume look like a top 10 team that we all know we were. So uh, what else do we have in store today, though? Um, we're just going to do Ole Miss game. Okay. Then we're going to go right into the Vandy game. We're not really going to touch on the UAB game. It was UAB. Uh, Logan Tanner hit the ball hard. Yeah, Tanner Leggett, first career Tanner. home run. Well, we will touch on we, we did We just touched on it. If your name's That's Tanner, you did, you did good. Yeah, Tanner <laughs> Allen, another double, hustle double. Um <laughs> Maybe a stolen base or two. So, all right, that's it for the UAP. And then we're getting to Vanderbilt. And then we ha- we we just have some slight Instagram questions. Yeah, we're not going to do players as dogs or players as cats. Um, but at, for fun segments in the future, if you guys would have any suggestions at all, please let us know. And we'll Ranking be- the SEC quarterbacks by hotness? Um, hate that. And I don't ever want to do that. But yeah, if it's what you guys want, then it's what you guys will get. 100 listeners on the next one, and we'll do SEC quarterbacks <laughs> ranked by hotness. They can't see the stats. We'll just say, oh, it's an 80. <laughs> okay, well, let's get into the Ole Miss series. All right, so unfortunately, I was not able to be there on Friday night, but could you just explain to me what a full-capacity du- full capacity duty noble field looked like on I Friday think, night? I think they said that there was like 10K there. Yeah. No chance. Wasn't close. Like, maybe 13, 5, 14, somewhere in those numbers. But I'm liking our skills of lying about how many people are there. Yeah. It may come in handy in the postseason here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think I think in the postseason we could make that look like 8,000. Uh, I mean, that would it make holds us look about really... 30K. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But that 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 game was so great. Yeah, sitting in the berms, got there like three hours early, barely got a spot. Sitting next to an Ole Miss fan, he had a great night. Oh yeah, and I'm he sure, went. I'm sure, like this huge crowd, us scoring in the first inning, mm-hmm. only fueled that just a little bit. Yeah. So, um, just what an incredible game though. It was. Um, Ta and Cameron James 
were our entire offense. They single-handedly beat Ole Miss. Yeah. Cameron James, four RBIs and a home run. Yeah. My goodness, he was... And his home run came this like on the bottom half of the inning where TJ McCants took the lead. I mean, mm-hmm. Ole Miss took the lead with his home run, and um, Cameron led off the ne- like the bottom half of the inning and just was like, "All right, I'll do you one better." Cameron James, when he crushes a ball, he yeah, and he's gonna be fun to watch for for at least another year. Yeah, I mean, he is. He's gonna be really good. I cannot I'm so wait. Excited. It it looks so much like Foskey. Yeah, it it, it doesn't make sense how similar he is to Foscue. Yeah. But in that game, so Tanner Allen had three hits. Um, surprisingly not the not the best game he had in the series either. Or not the best moment at least. And Cameron James, like we said, with four RBIs, um, just an incredible game for those two guys. And uh, Tanner Allen in the two hole, Cameron James batting third. Um, I think that's a really good it's a really good spot for both of them. Yeah, we only two more people in the entire lineup had hits. Rowdy had a hit and Kind of forgot who had the other. Oh, Scotty. Scotty DeBrule, which he seems to be heating up now, which is crazy. Yeah. Uh, um, going in. This game. This game. Going into this weekend, Derek Diamond was pulled from his Sunday starting duties. Yeah. And in a Friday game, where it was close, like one run game. Yeah, 3 to 2. Bianco decided to put in Derek Diamond. Yeah. And, and, and uh, I. You know me. I, I go on message boards, and I like to see what other fans are saying. And they they were just wanting to know, when's the last time someone got their starting spot taken and then is the first relief pitcher seen out of the bullpen yeah, in I a mean, one-run game? Can you guys imagine if we took Sarantola out? I mean, we, we let him start that Sunday series against uh, – or that, that Sunday game of the LSU series. He obviously just didn't do well. And then the next weekend against Arkansas – we just he's the first guy out of the pen on on Friday. I mean that that would be ridiculous. Um and that's exactly what Ole Miss did. I mean that is the equivalent there. Yeah. Hoagland had a great game. Yeah, went C-Mac seven had a great game, but their bullpen just well, Derek Diamond let that game fall apart and I mean, it wasn't like horrible or anything, but we were told Broadway was there kind of like Landon, but yeah. it's it's not like that at all. Yeah, and if he was if he was there landing, he would have come out of the pen on Friday, and then been ready to come out on Sunday as well, uh, which we did see him Sunday. We'll yeah. talk about that in just a minute. But um, so Derek Diamond just didn't wasn't able to do it for him. Really cost Hoagland a really great start, mm-hmm. seven innings, and um, in the eighth inning there, we just were able to expand our lead to five to two, and uh, Landon is just untouchable. Yeah, so. um, Preston was great. Yeah, like. Uh, Preston is back. There is no question in my mind. The the problems in Auburn were an anomaly. Landon is so for real. Like seeing like the soul like drop out of Ole Miss's team when Landon came in, like it was different. Yeah. The the and place erupted, and this was this wasn't even as good as his Sunday appearance. Yeah, and I would like to say I have been. <laughs> I've been pretty on fire with some picks that I've made in the last couple of weeks, but my favorite pick that I've made this whole season is you asked me the first week who's the, who the heart and soul of this team is, and I said Landon. That was just after seeing after hearing his name one time and seeing him like flex off the mound the first time he pitched at State, and he has become the heart and soul not only for the team but for the fans as well, and it's it's been my so pl- crazy. My player of the week had a pretty good weekend too. Tanner Allen, you're right. My my player of the week, Lane Forsyth, 
Whew. Almost cost us a game on Sunday, and we'll talk about that in a minute as well. Okay, so Saturday, otherwise known as Doug, Doug Day, Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, we fell victim to the boogeyman. Yeah. To DUI Doug. DUI Doug. Um, He's had to say it twice. Yeah. Weird. Doug Nikhazy, um came in, and from the very first inning, Ole Miss scored in the top half of the first, um, and from then on, we just we didn't do anything. Doug Nikhazy... Nine innings uh, of one hit, no run, 14 strikeout baseball. Uh, probably the most dominant pitching performance I've ever seen in person mm-hmm. in my entire life. I mean, uh, he was National Player of the Week, SEC Pitcher of the Week. Deserved and, it all. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And um, did it with a, with a lot less flamboyance than I expected him to. Like, mm-hmm. he didn't didn't I, didn't I, dance. There was like one K strut the whole game, and yeah. that was the end of the game, and that was just a flex. Out. Yeah, in a game where I mean you're playing your rival like you and you're dominating them, I I would expect any of our pitchers to do something like that, really. Yeah. But he he kept his composure and really just just killed us the entire game. Braylon uh, with a chopper up the middle that was a few inches from being um, gloved by Nikhazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's the only hit we had, and we weren't able to do anything with it. So. The, the fans never had a chance to even get in this game. Yeah, It we, was downhill from the first pitch, almost. Yeah, I mean, you had a maroon-white chant tried to get started when Braylon got that hit, but there was no hope. I mean, we just, we looked bad. There was nothing. Um, another thing that looked bad, uh, people asked for it for a while. Hey, let's, let's move Hatcher out of first. Hancock we saw that there. we saw that in the first inning uh, make a difference and Hancock just looked uncomfortable at first um, obviously no more offensive production than we would have seen if Hatch had been in the lineup but um, it was just it wasn't the lineup that needed to be needed to be out there and yeah and I, Nikhazy's stuff isn't like that good he goes off like different than what Bianco cut cut calls like pitches wise yeah because like you can see like teams against Ole Miss like they know like what's gonna come 0-2 but with Nikhazy it was it was different there was nothing predictable about it it seemed like he had control of the entire game yeah I mean there would be a 90 mile an hour fastball followed by like three straight 72 mile an hour 68 mile an hour curveballs and you're like I mean at that moment, I'm like, how is any hitter ever expected? Pretty to sure he this? throws his change up and his fastball the same exact speed. <laughs> Makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, and and to go on top of this, Bedner had his worst start. Yeah, I mean, it couldn't have contrasted any worse than that. Um, it was it was bad. I mean, from the very first inning, like we said, they scored in the top of the first. Um, just couldn't command anything. Didn't have a strikeout pitch, and he he got the two strikes on a few guys, but just didn't have a strikeout pitch. Yeah. And it, everything that they touched, it wasn't. There was no lazy fly balls. It was kind of like the Arkansas series without the, without the home runs. They were just barreling everything. Yeah. So barreled a few balls uh, that I thought Rowdy could catch, but they just traveled over his head, and um, and it was rough. Yeah. Um, luckily, we didn't go deep into our bullpen. We didn't really see any guys that we would like to see on the weekend. We yeah. kind of felt felt the atmosphere. We're like, yeah, this isn't our game. Let's just. Yeah. End it with some other guys preserve the bullpen. We tried a lefty, but like you can't put out Hootie out there. Like, yeah, we needed and, him for Sunday. And the, there's two sides of this. I could I could definitely see fans you know complaining that Lamonis kind of mailed this one in too early. I think it was four to five to nothing when when Bedner came out of there. 
and you're like, I, I guess there is a chance that we could win, but like you said, I mean, Lamontis is just really good at sensing that atmosphere, and um, not like necessarily mailing it in. I mean, Mikey Tepper and Cam Tuller are pretty good, pretty good pitchers, and they're they're definitely going to be big arms um, someday at, at some point. Yeah, but um, we didn't throw out Landon and Hootie, Preston, Parker Stinnett out there, you know, because we knew that that's that's one game. Yeah. And we have a series to win. And so um very, very thankful for Lamonis doing that. But at the same time, you know, I, I see the other way. I, I can see, like, hey, I mean, this is still a big game. Still Super Bulldog weekend. You still have a lot of people here. Why not just throw everything you can to yeah, try to when, stop the bleed? When Tepper came out, me and you kind of looked at each other. We were like, I mean, what's that What's that for? But then I, I kind of look at our roster, and I'm like, okay, so you want a lefty in there because righty isn't working. Yeah. And, and Your uh, option is Hootie and... Tepper and like two other guys that uh, yeah I mean if we if we had started the game just like Ole Miss on offense and we were hitting the ball too I think it's a completely different strategy but Brandon Smith is in the game yeah I mean um but like that all that being said I'm very thankful that Lamonis uh, did that because moving on to Sunday uh we had a very very stacked bullpen and yeah we were able and to use so it. did Ole Miss they only had one pitcher and I think he pitched like 20 pitches out of the bullpen yeah. so like I I think honestly he's even available and we had the same exact thing I think yeah. Landon and uh, Preston are both available yeah. they were both in the bullpen at a time and, and Landon and as, did come out and as we always say we take our bullpen over just about anybody else's mm-hmm. and so that was a huge advantage for us going forward um, maybe going 125 pitches Doug Nikhazy did that in a 9 to nothing shutout uh, doesn't seem like the smartest idea you know for long term you know, like health of his arm and everything yeah, let our guy west burton eat yeah but um i mean whatever works for them like we said we trust their, uh, they, they didn't want to um mess up their bullpen Man, only their friday starter wasn't injured for the game tonight against lsu yeah maybe oh. they could maybe they could have won but i don't know it's, it's weird yeah <laughs> so about an hour before the game we saw the lineup and saw that hatcher was back at first for the sunday game against Ole miss um where i think that's where he's gonna stay Regardless of the slump on offense, which you know, it's it's seems seems to still be there, um, but he's the best option for a defensive he first made baseman. Like three great defensive plays. Yeah, I mean, he very well could be the reason that we won the game on Sunday, mm-hmm. and he did get a hit in the rally that we that we had. But defensively, he's very very solid, and um, I'm willing to put up with a slump on offense. Yeah, um, Fristo came out and struggled again. We didn't expect a second straight game with a struggle. Yeah. But we got it. Um, but again, Houston Harding came in and slowed down the game for us. Yeah, I'm I'm really starting to love Houston out of the bullpen. Yeah, pitches yeah. with a lot of passion too, and you gotta love that, uh, especially in this in this Super Bulldog weekend where I mean, passion could be what wins you the game really, mm-hmm. and you know just playing with fire. And um, so their their starter McDaniel, it was his I guess it was his first. Sunday start of SEC play, yeah. and um, man, he was he looked really really good. Mm-hmm. Made it into the sixth inning, um, and then I think we let off that inning with was it Hancock mm-hmm. getting, flying out, yeah. and then they just wanted. Uh, let's just go. Let's just go down the list. Yeah. After Hancock flies out, Lotan gets a hit, Hatch gets a hit, Raylan gets a hit, Scotty gets a hit, Rowdy. Oh, I think some. Yeah. No, Lane gets out between Braylon and DeBrule. Yeah. DeBrule gets a hit, Rowdy gets a hit, and then...
probably one of the most electric things I, I think either of us have ever experienced, and we were there for Big Hit Max last Big yeah. Hit. <laughs> I mean, this one, I obviously, I mean, because I know all the emotion and all the, the meaning behind Max home run, um, that was still going to be a bigger moment, but this actually, like, meant something in the game that was being played you know that was just you know kind of a cherry on top of a perfect mm-hmm. super you said regional. i'm gonna cry if he hits a home run right here and then he hits a home run after yeah. he's not drafted the mm-hmm. whole story of elijah McNamee yeah and the boys and i mean this just took um us from a four to four tie to a seven to four lead with a basis clearing triple by ta and I, I looked at the guy that was beside me and i just said there's no chance right now that ta doesn't get a hit Especially on a 2-0 count, you know, you mm-hmm. have to throw a fastball. Um, T.A. just didn't miss it and just was thinking triple out of the box. And it was incredible to watch. Yeah, one thing that we forgot to talk about somehow is how McDaniel was doing really, really good. Yeah. And then Bianco brought in a guy that has been really hit or miss all season. Yeah. A new freshman guy. Yeah, I, I don't know how you really put a freshman in this position. After McDaniel gets an out, first of all. Like, yeah. I mean, Bianco doesn't even seem like a guy that's all into analytics. They don't shift. They, I, I don't I don't see where this analytics part came in. It's just the classic, like, righty-lefty matchup. He, he sent his righty back out there to get uh, Luke Hancock, got him out, and then Lotan was coming up as a right-hander, and they just wanted to go with the matchup, I guess, over the guy who had been just mowing us down the whole game, and it didn't work. So... I, I don't understand. Like, because they have. Cause, I mean, at this point, Ole Miss is up four to two. They have, and they have the their entire bullpen. Yeah. Like, I I don't know. And then he struggles, gets absolutely touched, and then they bring in this big curveball hitter, and I'm seeing him, and I'm seeing DeBrul come up, and I'm like, yeah, DeBrul's got this. Yeah. I'm probably the only person in the stadium that's like eighty percent sure that DeBrul's gonna get a hit right here, because I'm like, yeah, I'm talking to my Ole Miss friend. He's like, yeah, he. He's like has a mean breaking ball, and I'm like, Brule's probably gonna sit on this, and then he gets it, o two count, and he, just in, intelligent hit, yeah. reaching four feet out there and just knocking one third base line. Yeah, I mean with the um, threat of like, hurting somebody's feelings, it was very Jake esque. I mean just like between the third shortstop and third baseman, I know <laughs> I. How dare I say that? But it just looked like it's such a Jake Mangum hit and just kept a rally going. Yeah, and then um, they brought in Broadway. And Tanner Allen didn't miss him. Yeah, so, down um, away, T.A. gets it. After this, we see just what I think is just a perfect, you know, um, bullpen, you know, next couple innings. We see Parker Stinnett come out, have a good inning. You know, a little shaky, um, but good. He, he was able to get out of his own mess and for a, for a first-year guy. Uh, here at state that's really really awesome brandon smith looked back to normal um defense kind of bit him in the butt again once again but he looked really good and then hearing the crowd get up on their feet and just start before landon even left (laughs) i i saw brian hate that tweet landon is up and throwing and and there was like you could like there's a few people that just kind of like you know saw this tweet at the same time and it was just like yeah. yeah, that it's game. It's game at that point. Yeah, and that, and that's what it's starting to feel like. It's just like when he comes in the game, it's just too late for the other team. Like they they might as well pack. Have you seen this? It's too late. What yeah. a great post so, by Hell State baseball. So, that being said, we win the series, uh, two games to one. 
take Super Bulldog weekend, and we've won 16 of the last 19 against Ole Miss. We don't lose to that school. We don't lose to them. <laughs> and uh, like I said, we played UAB, pretty dominant performance, you know, 19-7 I think was the final score. And moving on to the Vanderbilt series, where I think the, like, the mindset for most fans right now is, oh, I hope we can go in there, go, go to Nashville and get one. I hate that mindset. I, I we are we are a top ten, top five college baseball team, and I know Vandy is really good, but my goodness, let's just let's just go in there. And if win. our aspirations are to win the national championship, I don't think we can live with the oh we hope hope we don't run into someone mentality. Yeah, because like we've beaten them before, not not this team, not. Not yeah. Kumar and Leiter, but we have beaten a great Vandy team before. and I mean, that's like go- being in Omaha and just be like, man, I hope we don't play anybody good. I mean, at that point, everybody's good. And in the SEC... They're it, either good or lucky at that point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, and I don't want to play a lucky team just as much as I don't want to play a good team. Um, so, I, I, we're I, think, in the I SEC. think we've said um, we take our Bedner and McLeod... If they're on their good, we take them with anyone. Because, yeah. like, they, they can both give you a three-hitter. Yeah. And two-hitter, no-hitter. They can both take you into six, in six innings, you know. And, and then you get into our bullpen. So, like, I, I really think, I know it's Kumar and Leiter, best one-two possibly ever in college baseball. Yeah. But <laughs> you got to score runs on the other side. And they very they very may well do that. Yeah. And... and it just goes back to what you just said. I mean, like, if your aspirations for this team are to win a national championship, then there's no reason we should ever go into a weekend saying, man, I, I really hope we can get one win. Uh, you can My, say we need to win one. like that. I mean, for, for resume, especially with hosting sites coming out in a couple of weeks, I think all you need is one. Mm-hmm. But, my goodness. You'll hear my prediction in a, in a little while, but... I, it's it's not. Oh, I hope we can go and get one. Uh, that being said, so uh, Friday we're gonna see uh, McLeod and Kumar Rocker. So um, it's our first time seeing Kumar Rocker since uh, seeing him in Omaha in 2019, where um, I mean he was the talk of college baseball at the time and still is today. But um, what you got about Kumar? Kumar is so so good. Yeah, like. Seems like he has like a five pitch repertoire, which seems ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, but he's ready for. It looks like he's ready for the MLB. Yeah, so. he he could be in the rotation on a couple MLB teams. It feels like. Yeah, it's. I mean, McLeod has to be good. I mean, and we've seen Kumar not be good. Yeah. He he doesn't let it affect him long. Mm-hmm. He goes right back to Kumar esque. He'll he'll have a bad inning, but he will respond to them and shut you out the rest of the game. Yeah, and I think that, uh, I don't know, he and uh, Jack Leiter, who we're going to see on Saturday, are two completely different pitchers, but the, the keys against both of them are really the same. Like, you have to take advantage of what opportunities you get, whether mm-hmm. it is that bad inning or even just, you know, one extra base hit or one guy you get on base. You know, you have to take advantage of that and score them, uh, or you might not get another opportunity. Yeah. You know, it could go from, okay, here's an opportunity for us to score three runs, and then you miss that and you get shut out. You know? Yeah, that could be the difference in the game. One at bat, two at bats, the entire game, and that that could be the entire series with two at bats. Yeah, and um, just looking at guys on our team that are that are hot right now, looking at, looking at guys who 
need to be hot. So um, Tanner Allen just seeing the ball like crazy right now. I mean, hustling, getting extra base hits every time he comes up, it seems like, whether it's against Ole Miss, against UAB, whoever. Um, and he's played in this park before. He's played against Vanderbilt, and he knows, you know, I mean, he knows what it takes to, to, to be a good hitter, to be a good, to have a good team, and to, to play against good teams. And so um, I think he, he's going to be um, – what, what people say on Twitter, he's going to be lava. So, mm-hmm. um, Hancock and Logan Tanner, uh, Logan Tanner's really been heating up, and Luke Hancock's been struggling, but he was able to get a few hits against UAB. And so, um, who else do you have that needs to have a big weekend? Um, sounds weird, but I, I think Scotty DeBrule, I don't know how. I mean, the ball, the bat may get ripped out of his hands against Kumar Rocker with his fastball. <laughs> but, I, I mean... My goodness, though, if he walks... That bat is he, going over out of the stadium. It's going over the monster. <laughs> he's slinging that bat. It's going into the football stadium. I like to think like he's never going to hit a home run, so like he has to get his bat flipped out of the way somehow. So yeah, um, I mean, I, I'd like to see Scotty and Hatch play good. Yeah, that that would really do it for me. I mean, we know Vanderbilt's going to come really good. They have the highest team batting average in the SEC. Enrique Bradfield Jr. is absolutely. Shredding fun the SEC right so now. So fun to watch too. He's batting three thirty six and has twenty six stolen bases, and he's a fantastic center fielder, like Enrique Bradfield Jr. Yeah, remember the name. <laughs> um, yeah, so that it's weird. There, we you can't give them bases. It doesn't feel like we're gonna have to play good defense, yeah. not walk people, and. I have good starts, and I feel like Vandy is looking at this the exact same way. Yeah, they they're gonna have to play well to beat us. We're gonna have to play well to beat them. Mm-hmm. It's just how it's gonna be. We're really good teams. Yeah, and uh, this isn't like um, us playing Alabama in football because yeah. you know I think Alabama is is clearly nobody would argue that they're clearly you know miles ahead of us in football. Um, Vanderbilt's not miles ahead of us in baseball. Yeah. You know, this isn't you know a major league team versus a college team. This is, I mean, we're we're equal playing field. I mean, they have a few more national championships than we do, um, but I mean, they're they're I mean, a college so baseball. Does Wichita State. They're, they're a college baseball team. So does so does Georgia. <laughs> yeah, but um, uh, <laughs> it's just we we are up there with them. Yeah, and, and and you have to think that we are up there with them. Like, I mean, the, I, mean, this, I guarantee this, you. <laughs> Tanner Allen's not walking on the field going, man, I, I hope Kumar takes it easy on me today. Like, <laughs> Maybe I'll get lucky and Kumar will have a bad day. <laughs> Maybe I'll get a hit today. No, he's going in there fired up. Man. He, he knows that we're fired up. And you'd assume that the whole team is doing that exact same thing. Yeah, and if he's if he's the leader on our team, I mean, he's probably giving them some very inappropriate pregame speeches, you know, to fire him up for it. So, <sighs> Yeah, and then on to Saturday, um, Bender versus Jack Leiter. Jack Leiter has been... As good as you can be. Maybe better than Kumar. Yeah. They are so good. I mean, I've heard that this could be, like, number one and number two overall picks, and Leiter might be number one by a big margin. Like, um, .98 ERA. That's ridiculous. (laughs) It's it's, it's crazy. He's been so good, and... um, I know we talked about Kumar, you know, having five different pitches. Well, Leiter actually doesn't have that. I mean, he has, uh, obviously, he's fastball heavy, um, but he has a good slider, I think a changeup, too, and that might be all that he has, Um, which I say all that he has. It's still incredible. Oh, Uh, man, he he only has a three-pitch 
mix where he has perfect control of each of them. Yeah, and then on a perfect day, um, I think we've, we've seen a couple perfect days. He's he, he's unhittable. I mean, mm-hmm. pitched a no-hitter against South Carolina. Um, he's so good. Yeah, he's insane. Yeah. But, um, you know, that has very few weaknesses, and I think the few weaknesses that he does have, Tennessee was able to really take advantage of him the other day. Uh, he had a huge series against Tennessee last weekend that Vanderbilt was able to win 2-1. to one. But um, on Saturday, lighter start. Uh, he'd given up one home run coming into it and gave up three home runs in this game. And so I'm, I don't, I know we're not a home run hitting team, but neither is Tennessee. They just the guy the, the guy that hit three home runs in that game was batting like 150 on the season and yeah. had like not many home runs. He was just kind of put in there. Yeah, and had had the game of his life. And like we say with most teams, we take our <laughs> bullpen over over most people's bullpens. We take them over Vanderbilt's, too. Yeah, Vanderbilt has a setup guy and a closer. That's their really only two constant guys. Their setup man has a .9 ERA, and wow. Um, and their closer has a 3.86 ERA. So he's he's gotten in like a little bit of trouble like sometimes, but I don't think it's been much. Yeah. But the bridge guy's been great. Mm-hmm. So um, just taking advantage of mistake pitches, which you're not going to see many of them, but uh, you know, with some veteran guys in this lineup, I think we're able to to. I hope we're able to take advantage of those mistakes when we see them. So that's really your only chance at beating uh, Lighter. And one good thing about playing Vanderbilt is even when they're at their home stadium, I know it's not full capacity right now. They're not going to have a crazy home field advantage. It's not going to be like a big swing and energy game. Yeah. Their players bring their own energy, and I feel like our players also do that. Yeah. Like Kumar and Leiter, they're both fiery guys. Um, it, I mean, if you let them get on a roll, they're going to stay on it. Yeah. And um, like we said, you just got to take advantage of opportunities that you get and uh, take advantage of the mistakes when they come. And, you know, unless the Vandy Whistler's there, you're not going to have crazy home field advantage. Yeah, and that's Friday and Saturday. Um, those are the big ones. Yeah. If you can win... One of those, we have proved ourselves to be right up there. We we deserve to be top eight, top five, top four yeah. team. And, and then that goes on the Sunday, and Vanderbilt has been shaky on Sundays. They've struggled to find a starter there on like their third or fourth uh, Sunday starter of the season. Yeah, uh, It's going to be Patrick Riley, maybe. They haven't announced it yet. Yeah, their other option pitched the midweek, pitched like five innings. So, don't think it's gonna be him. Yeah, um, we've seen Vanderbilt on a few Sundays just look really, really shaky, where they dominate the first two games and just look like a completely different team on Sundays. We saw it in a non-conference series early in the year with Oklahoma State, uh, where I think they won by double digits the first two games and then lost the mm-hmm. Sunday game. Saw it with South Carolina as well. They lost that Sunday game. Uh, they lost the Sunday game to Georgia, and. Lost the series, lost a to, series Georgia. to Georgia, which is which is huge. But I mean, thinking about that, it's like, does their offense perform, you know, up to the, the level of their pitching, like with Kumar and 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 uh, Lighter? Are, are they? Does their offense perform better with those guys on the mound? You really have to think because you know, even with these, uh, with like a less lesser Sunday starter. They're not even putting like, up the same. Georgia destroyed them on Sunday. Like, it, it, yeah, I mean, it, it only makes sense that, like, you know, if Vanderbilt it was doesn't a ru- even, it was a rubber match, and Georgia just went out there and yeah, ended I mean, it, it to them. If Vanderbilt doesn't even have a, a, a 
really good pitcher for their Sunday guy, then I know Georgia doesn't, and they weren't able to hang runs on Georgia. So, you know, you got to wonder. You got to think our our Sunday guy, Fristo, even though he's been shaky, you still got to take him. Yeah, and we have a big bullpen behind them, and yeah, you'd assume that they won't have it because I feel like they'll be protecting a close lead, yeah, or or a close game and. Friday and Saturday, so I expect us to kind of get into their bullpen, like not really heavy, but they'll make appearances, and I don't think they're going to pitch anyone three times in a series, unless it's the closer just pitching three innings. Yeah, so a few scenarios here. I take this in this game, if we lose the first two, I I, I don't think we get swept. I think um, if if we lose the first two, this is our game to win. Yeah, yeah we're pulling out all the stops, and we are going to do anything we can to win this game. Um, if we win one of the first two, I think it's kind of the same mentality. Like, we're, we've come this far. We might as well win the series. Mm-hmm. Um, the only way I, I think we are at a disadvantage, which I know it sounds weird, is if we win the first two. If we find a way to beat Kumar, find a way to beat Leiter, um, I think Vanderbilt is going to do what exactly what I just said. They're going to pull out all the stops and try to win this Sunday game. And They do need a resume builder. Yeah, right now they don't they, have anything. They have Tennessee, and we really don't know how, like, really good Tennessee is right now yeah so I don't I don't see any any team in the series getting swept um but as weird as it sounds I think we are more likely to lose the Sunday game if we win Friday and Saturday I mean I I don't want to say it makes sense because it doesn't but then it does because the emotional aspect of baseball yeah and and just how stuff works no don't get me wrong a sweep I I would be hooting and hollering if we get a sweep Oh Sheesh. my god! <laughs> all that being said, I think that's all we have for our recap of the series. Uh, we're going to move forward to who our standout players are going to be, and I'm actually going to let you start off on this one. So who you got uh, just standing out among all the rest? I think I'm going to go Landon. Landon again? I, okay. I think we're going to see two appearances from Landon. It seems what about, like we're... What about three? I... I, I mm... That'd if there, be, if there that, was a series, that'd be me predicting a sweep. Honestly, yeah, <laughs> I can't imagine That's Landon true. going out and losing. Oh wait, Arkansas. But I, I think Landon Sims. I think we're gonna see him twice, and if he seals up two wins for us, I think he has to be the player of the week. Yeah. All right. I um, I'm gonna go with a guy who. It's a, it's I'm going out on a limb, and I'm gonna say Logan Tanner. I know he's he really struggles with breaking balls, really struggles with sliders, especially. Uh, just looks pedestrian when he sees him um that being said and i know he's playing two of the best pitchers in the world right this weekend. both was really good sliders both was really good sliders yeah uh lotan though just you can see him becoming a better hitter and a better baseball player as the year goes on and especially in the last two weeks he's just been seeing the ball really really well and um, i think he's just gonna show up and, and even on top of that defensively making a few plays oh yeah if he throws it, out enrique bradfield it's that's going to be on the, highlight reels forever. The SEC steals leader right now. Yeah, I mean, I, I think he has potential offensively and defensively. Thank you for bringing that up uh, to be a standout player. So I'm excited to watch him play. You know what time it is. What's that? It's time for series prediction. All right, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. We're winning 2-1. Okay, what games do you have us winning? Uh, we're winning Friday. Lighter's going to shut us down on Saturday and not not Doug Nikhazy level I think we're going to score actually but um, that's bold that is bold I know Um, and then we're coming out like I said pulling out all the stops on Sunday and we're going to win that game win the rubber match so going up 2-1 I cannot get a prediction right 
So I'm going to say we get swept. Okay. So it won't happen. All right. For the content. For for our team to win, I'm going to say that we get swept. For the content, obviously, it's different <clears> than my <throat> pick, but for for it to not happen, that's what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Makes sense. Because I'm ice cold on picks. I have not been right. All right. What what a weird thing, being hot and cold. All right, so that's all that we have. That's officially all we have for the uh, Vanderbilt series. We're moving forward to Instagram questions, and thank you guys uh, for sending those again. Uh, if you ever have any any questions about anything that we say about the series that we've just played, series coming up, please don't hesitate to ask us. Um, and always, if you see a prompt for questions on Instagram, even if you don't have a question at hand, just dig really deep and find one. <laughs> and uh, we really appreciate it. And it gives us a little bit more time here at the end of the show to uh, really engage with you guys. So uh, that being said, what's our first question? Okay, from Jace Golliby. He was here for the Sunday game of the Ole Miss series. Mm-hmm. Great first game of the dude. Um, best spot in Duty Noble? I think me and you might have found our favorite in the last couple of weeks, and that's the Omaha Club. Yes, Omaha Club is fantastic. I haven't sat in Triple Crown yet. Um, at this point, I've sat rooftop, behind the plate, like section like 208 in the upper yeah, deck. Sat, that's a pretty good we've one. We've sat in, in boxes. We've sat in Omaha Club, sat on berms in the outfield. Um, I think Omaha Club is as good as it gets. Omaha Club is so good. Such a great the view. The private table. Ah. Such a great view, and you get food the entire game. Anything you want. It's great. Yeah, there's no beating that. So many cookies. Okay. I think, I mean, it's got to be a better view than the Triple Crown Club. I like that. I like a, a, like a higher view than... Yeah, because we liked uh, section like 201 more than uh, right behind the plate of section 1. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I think that's pretty fair. Omaha Club. Yeah. Get in there if you haven't. Okay, and then from Football James... Even if it's just for a midweek, too. Yeah, midweek's a great yeah, time. We're go not eat. getting in there for an SEC series. Yeah. <laughs> go have fun, go eat dinner. Yeah. It's a great time. Okay, and then from Football James 17, do you think any team will score more than eight runs in a game this series? I, I know that's like kind of hard to predict. hard for me to think of like that, but I think Sunday we'll see somebody have eight, and I hope it's us. It's probably both teams, honestly. Yeah. <sighs> SEC... I mean, Sunday Vanderbilt, baseball. I know we haven't talked much about their offense. Vandy has a really good offense, and ours is heating up at the right time. So, you, I mean, we could be in for a little slugfest there on Friday. I mean, on, on Sunday, I mean. Honestly, it could randomly be every game, and I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I'd just be like, wow. I mean, we, we watched on a Friday night against Kumar Rocker, and they weren't all against him, but a Georgia team hit seven home runs. I mean, a Georgia team who didn't come into the – by no means is a home run hitting team hit seven. Um, in the same ballpark, so we could see it happen, and really wouldn't be that surprised. So that's gonna be it for the show today, everyone. Um, hope we have a good weekend. Yeah, we'll we'll see you again next week at this time. Um, if you have any questions, any comments, any anything for us, uh, reach out to us on Instagram. We love the interaction with our listeners, and yeah, yeah, and it, obviously we we have made our predictions already and we've already said that about our fans and what the mentality should be going into this we very well could go in here and get swept but i think that our mentality shouldn't be oh we're just gonna go get swept by vanderbilt again because i mean the last two times we've been to nashville we've won the series so let's make it three in a row all right guys thank you guys so much for listening and we will see you next time Sweeper went 2-1. We're not losing the series. Yeah, I've been coughing this whole time and they haven't heard a single...
have coronavirus? Nah, bruh.